thing on? It's on. Is anybody out there? No more Pink Floyd. You mess it up. Is anybody glistening? Nope. Is there someone here to smooch? Nope. Nobody's listening, and especially not the people. This who is ground control. Hated to major flan. I'm eating caramel-based desserts. This is ground control to Reed Richards. Yeah. Toby Kibble is lost in space. And your best friend has become a giant rock monster. <laughs> we saw Fantastic Four. You're never going to guess what we did. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind it. Guess what we did. <laughs> What's up, our faithful audience? Guess what we did today. You're never going to guess. You probably wouldn't have guessed unless you maybe got a little hint. Like, maybe just now there was like a little hint. But ignore that last hint because it's not really a hint. It's pretty unlikely what we did. Yeah, it no was, one else did it. You're never going to guess how it turned out. Because, to be honest, we have a history with, pff, sort of, a history with this movie. Yeah. In a way. And I think everyone has, since the announcement, sort of floundered and flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. I've A lot of people have been not floundered. Like, no, I don't want to see this. When they announced the cast. If we go yeah. all the way back... We said that when we, we talked we about that. it on Most a, one, people, one of our podcasts. I don't think anyone was like, yeah, that's a great idea for a cast. It didn't seem probable. It didn't seem to make sense. Nope. It didn't make sense. We were mad about them not paying service to the the origin of these characters and the, you know, where how they were, where they were in their careers mm-hmm. as scientists and astronauts. And they cast these, you know, essentially Kids. young ass, young ass bitches, you know? Yep. No, people were upset because they thought they were too young. Yeah. You know, and the, these people are, they're astronauts and scientists and physicists and they look like they're out of high school and this movie was just sort of done a disservice by there's so much that went wrong into a movie where so much you're not going to believe it went very right yeah and as a movie i gotta say i I absolutely loved it you absolutely loved it i gotta say i absolutely loved it i wouldn't say that i gotta say i loved it i would not say that i loved it i would say that after seeing it in a theater and i'm glad i I gotta say I, i absolutely loved it okay so I don't think you did. I love. I gotta say, I really fucking like. You did it. like it a lot. I mean, it got. 8%. I like this movie. It I got eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. They it was universally panned. It made no money this weekend in the scheme of things. It made like twenty two million or twenty four million, and it was. They thought yeah. it was going to make forty, which was it really low. Nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a four out of ten on IMDb, and a twenty-seven percent on Metacritic. And I have to say, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I gotta say, this movie. We weren't going to go see it because we the reviews were so bad. Reviews and I tell, that shows you the power of Rotten Tomatoes. And then we were like, "No, we got to go see we it. Gotta, this is our wheelhouse." And then, and I said, "Like this is is so bad. Like this is going to go down in sort of a, either like a buried footnote in history." But it's like we should go see this movie while it's in theaters while we get. Like, yeah, even if it is, even rotten. if it's that fucking bad. Yeah. Because it's not even like, oh, it's so bad, it's so it's good. I was expecting it to just, just be bad. Mm-hmm. But then when we were going to the theater, I'm like, what if it's good? Like, what if we did like it? And you're like, no, there's no way. It's 8%. I didn't think we were going to like well, it. it got worse reviews than Pixels. And the thing about Which we, is absurd. Genuinely bad, I yeah. guess. I didn't see it. We didn't go see but I didn't want to see there's that no to begin like with. Pixels. And I got to say, I've, I did sort of flip-flop with Fantastic Four because uh, when it first announced... It was like bullshit. Yeah. First teaser trailer, I was like, 
Nah. Didn't, doesn't do anything for me. And then I guess it was either seeing them at the panel or just the yeah, because we saw them at Comic Con at, yeah, at the Fox panel. At the Fox panel, where it was, we did a podcast on that, and it was X Men, it was Deadpool, it was fucking Young Sherlock, or what was it Frankenstein? Frankenstein. <laughs> Victor <laughs> Frankenstein, the Maze Runner. Yeah, and the cast of Fantastic Four. Yeah, and they showed an extended trailer, and the director Josh Trank, who's sort of being trank wrecked or yeah. derailed, we should say, by. Just the media. He's he's the scapegoat. He's being fucking crucified. Yeah, he's being crucified. Although he did put out as soon as the critics panned it, and part of the thing too is we were talking about this that they didn't let anyone see the movie. No one had seen it. Not even the actors. And then they do it the last minute and. Part of it might be that people were pissed into the movie and they shit all over it. That's what critics sometimes do when they you do withhold that. the movie for so long. They're, like, they, they're thinking, well, this is going to be bad. And this like, is going to be bad. Up. So they immediately assume it's going to be bad. And there's a word because there was like word like this movie, they had to go back and shoot action sequences because there weren't well, enough Because they obviously of did them. testers yeah, and people didn't like it. Or it didn't have enough get action it. or yeah, something. Not didn't enough get action. It. Didn't get the, the, the tone of the movie, the universe that created. Right. And I, I have to say for my money, this... Although it is a variation of the original origin story, mm-hmm. like source material, it was true to its vision to a point where you can see it's manipulated by studios. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, what of the fucking cookie cutter fucking mold engine of Disney Marvel, this stands out as its own fucking thing. And yeah, it's, it's better than that mold. Really cool. It was better than Ant-Man, frankly. It was better than... We, we just broke it down. We were like... as as like fucking shit as this movie's gotten it's better than a lot of marvel movies that sort of get you know brushed over as well it's still a marvel movie and well this isn't a marvel i mean it doesn't feel like a marvel movie at all no it feels like its own take on the superhero universe yeah you can't even say it's more on the nolan side no it is more on the nolan side in the first half of the film in terms of yeah. this sort of darker kind of origin it kind story. of felt like a harry potter movie like it's, an alphonse yeah. uh, Cuaron one that he directed the one guy who did gravity which again kind of reminded me of this movie this movie was created its own universe and its own sort of a vision of that universe it stayed true to it and it carried me through the movie and i gotta say i left no worse for wear and i actually felt like i got a really interesting experience in the movie theater in this day and age with a superhero movie that isn't fucking you know another avengers movie that just sort of you're right no i didn't think it felt like that kind of Harry Potter the tone did and when they're kids it kind of does it kind of does the cinematography the like those like blue hues and those green hues and the overall sort of dark tone I feel like that's what fucking shoot away audiences who wanted to see a big shoot em up Captain America saves America with fucking dinging smacks in their butt like it's just not wasn't that movie and I felt like it did justice to its own vision outside of where you can tell was clearly manipulated by studios that are like we have to save this movie yeah like, that movie didn't need saving it needed uh uh support in of the vision like you, yeah you know? especially since it already it tanked it tanked anyway it you was gonna I mean? well and maybe it wouldn't have had they handled it differently like for yeah. one thing i mean so josh trank issued something on his twitter that said 
you know, I had a movie and they messed with it and then he pulled it. But of course, you know how people are. They screen grabbed uh, yeah. it and then it went it viral yeah. that he said this. That's the thing about Twitter is like you have this one random thought and you're like, oh, I sh-, and then, it's, you know, it's like too late. Once it's, it's too out late, there, it's out there, it's out there. It's one of those things that you probably should have just thought or wrote down or just but said to a friend it, yeah. yeah, or said to a buddy on the phone, but yeah. not sent to the world to read you know and he i think he should have just like stood by it he should have just been like this is my movie this is my vision i have to say that the you can see the influences and i really thought enjoyed this movie i enjoyed i can't believe it's not it well it's shock what's shocking about it is how panned it is because we're sitting there we're sitting there in the movie you know, I'm kind of like 25% in the first, the whole first half, the whole first half. I'm like, when's it going to be bad? When is the, yeah, when is the other the shoe going to drop? Part yeah. When's coming? the other foot going to drop? Cause it wasn't bad. And become this shitty movie that everyone's talking yeah. about. Like, cause right now all I see is like a pretty good first act of like building these characters and building the universe in which this, these characters and this interpretation of those characters would exist. Mm-hmm. Cause by the time that they actually go into and do the fucking, uh, interplanetary sort of, hyper warp or whatever into planet zero i was invested in them as characters as their own interpretation of reed richards like they do they go all the way back to when they're kids how he meets ben Grimm, and he's he's the he's the kid of the the parents that own the fucking junkyard Mm -hmm. reed's rooting around in old cars for converters and shit and they become sort of like buddies to science buddies unlikely buddies from different sides of the tracks they work in the science fair and it's super like fringy eccentric like i'm gonna make this work and not i see no science here this is a sideshow like you'll never and then in comes fucking alan storm you know johnny uh, storm and sue storm's father who is a scientist like did you really do this kid like it's like at a science fair in high school so they are young and the thing about that is they should have addressed it whereas yes we casted these young actors that you don't picture but we're we will address that in this movie it's not like we're casting these people and we're saying fucking deal with it Mm -hmm. and you're gonna watch them be these like how they do with lois lane in superman returns right where it's where she's like 23 and she's supposed to be a pulitzer prize winner that pissed me off yeah that still pisses you off yeah i'm still mad about that why do they have this incredibly young woman playing a seasoned accomplished journalist like renowned and yeah that was absurd yeah but they didn't do that with this but i thought they did and everyone thought like, they and were that's going what they do, do they make it seem like they do and that part of the reason that i got annoyed by it when i first heard was because i was like what the fuck once again they're casting these ridiculously young people to yeah. play roles that 35 and older year olds should, should play, play. And to just to appeal and like pander to a younger demographic right. to get them to come watch the movie. Yeah. And it's weird because it's in, in clear contrast with the mood and tone of this movie. That's why I sort of cited a Harry Potter because Harry Potter movies mm. as fucking sort of teeny teeny bop they are they're also for everyone and they're some of the best movies that were made in the they're last 20 years they're incredibly well made right. and you know I'm a huge Harry Potter and, but geek they are fan, also but they're also incredibly children. good mo- yes yeah. but adults like them too because they're solid movies but that's what I feel like this movie was able to accomplish because if they were casting these younger actors that we're in Divergent right. series. Miles Teller's in a fucking in Divergent, the Divergent series. The yeah. whole sci-fi teen phenomenon. He's in that. Yeah. If they were trying to appeal to that market and at the same time keep it sort of a tr- a true in, in, in its own universe, I feel like they accomplished right. that, but they didn't sort of 
suggest that with the advertising and in in the, the you know the the commercial push. Like I didn't get that from the commercials. No, I mean in fact they very much made you think that it was going to be another one like a divergenty type. They're pan- like you said, they're right. pandering to that. But, but what they should really have done, seriously. yeah, they're like, come on. They should have definitely but it wasn't promoted that. it differently. It wasn't yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't that. And you won't know it's that until you go that. to see it. It's so much smarter than that. And there's, it's not pandering to you. It's a fucking cool movie, yeah. man. I have to say, I am not just saying that. Like I, I enjoyed this as a theater-going experience more more than Ant-Man. More. Much more. Yeah. It's, I, more, it's a unique, it's not the cookie-cutter mold of a Marvel movie. No, it's, it's not. not. I mean, so so we see Reed Richards and Ben Grimm when they're young, and they form this bond, and then they end up going and working, working as young, together. working together. Yeah. But the, I'm, and then we meet Sue Storm, and we meet Johnny Storm, who's kind of, who I guess he can build cars and stuff like that, so that's why his father brings him in. He has, and like, he's engineer tr- skills. He's kind of a wild kid. Yeah, he's, he races he's, cars, and he builds his own cars, and... He's they don't with do a lot to develop the other characters. And the Ben Grimm character really is not well developed because all of a sudden when Reed Richards gets to the lab with these other Vonder kids well, and then they bring in Victor Von Doom because well, what Toby it is Kebble, Toby Kebble who's a great awesome, actor and he did a great job in this role is sort of the like modern day wounder kid Mark Zuckerberg But he's of, a little bit older. I mean, older. if you ever saw Real Genius with Val Kilmer, he's kind of the um the Val, he's kind of that. Well, character. he's sort of like the smug sort of. Yeah. I can, you know, disable your entire company with a keystroke kind of guy. You right. know, like hacker, whatever slash brilliant. You know, genius of technology. Right. And so he and he's Victor Von Doom, and he is working with them because they're both sort of like these just young scientists. Right. They're, he's not like the evil head of a corporation as Victor Von Doom. He's Victor Von Doom, the like successful scientist that didn't hit what Reed Richards was able to accomplish with his same experiment, and yeah, so they're brought in to work on the same thing. Too. They're both geniuses. Yeah. They're both scientific sort of wounder kids, but they need each other to complete it. Complete this, yeah, this and teleportation. I, I mean, device. and you, I mean, like you said, we talked about this in terms of how they really don't they 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 do the backstory on the Reed Richards, but really nobody else. And and that no. in a way, I feel like this film would lend itself well to a series or a mini series or like a Netflix Netflix original like they're doing with Daredevil yeah. because it it really you almost want to have the background of the others and, and see their. I feel like they sort of sold short like Ben Grimm's background because we talked about other variations of how they could have introduced him to the story if it was mm-hmm. going to be anything and we also talk about let's call the Fantastic Four plus Victor Von Doom who becomes the antagonist that means they have to have an origin story for five people yeah it's and that's not, a lot it's not Spider-Man it's not Spider-Man Peter Parker where it's just the one right. guy and that's what you're there to see like you have to learn all these people in one movie and then also get to the point where they have their powers know how to use them and then use them to save the world right and so you have like two hours to tell that story and i think they did a really good fucking job it was sort of rushed in the third act but Mm. by that point i feel like they did such a good job in the first act that you're willing to forgive 
the sort of jump cut to because the, they do this whole thing of like one year later like after they that was a big jump cut it was a jump but at the, I, I don't know there was nothing that in this movie to me that was a deal breaker or that sort of like uh, to a point like you had me and then now ah, you lost me you lost no I never felt I never that. felt I, like I they felt, lost me I the, I feel critical about some things that I would like to have seen done differently but I never was watching the film thinking all right, the shoe just dropped. Yeah, all you know, right. I, I, they they I'm pretty much it. had me to the end, and I I the most yeah, uncomfortable I was watching was in, thinking in my head, when is this going to be the the Bad. horrible movie that everybody says it is? When's that turn going to happen? I thought I thought it was going to be at the end of the second act, like when he reunites with Ben and he reunites uh, Ben and Reed basic so what happens is they go into the the teleportation pods and teleport themselves like at nights where no one will know the difference that was another well because kind of funny they're thing. told they they tested on a monkey who and goes and, and comes back yeah because actually we should tell them what they built too so they build a teleporter machine which is what Reed had been building as a child mm-hmm. and they show the trailer's been showing a lot of him as a child saying that's what he wants to do when he grows yeah. up by his teacher none other than Homer Simpson, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is a right. funny cameo. His teacher, yeah, and the elementary science, he, who's teacher, kind of his shitty teacher, who's saying you'll never do this, and he disqualifies him from the science fair. And then he, at the science fair, he meets the Alan Storm. Storm well, it's Storm. Franklin. He said they think they call him Franklin in the movie. Is it? But um, he, he's yeah, he meets the Storms, and they have a lab. They want him to. To come to and help them, you know, develop with that this. same technology. They've been like trying to, right, and then they recruit, and he has to sell it to the army. The well, what storm happens guy. Is once, once it's proven successful, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who you'd recognize from Oh Brother Where Art Thou, yep. and a number of different Many things. things yeah. He's like the government, go, the governmental liaison, and uh, basically, once they prove that it's successful, it's like okay, so now we're going to go and bring in some astronauts and like have them go into the pot and which, use it, the technology, which makes, makes sense. Which is what, what would happen in <laughs> which real is life. what would happen, yeah. Totally, you know, so you can't really, you know. Oh, yeah, Frank, Franklin Storm. Dr. Allen is Tim Blake Nelson's character. So they, so they go, they're in this lab, he said, and Franklin Storm says, okay, I'm bringing in Victor Von Doom. They don't want him to because apparently he was a troubled he did some bad yeah, he, things. Like, destroyed some f- copy or something or hard drives and yeah, yeah and he's uh, rebels against the government and he's super yeah against- he's kind of yeah he's he's thinks that the man is screwing up the earth and you see mm-hmm. that he's and he also clearly likes sue yeah as a thing for sue i would i would liken her. him to uh jesse eisenberg's new portrayal of lex Luthor in a sense where it's yeah. like it's a it's like an old style of antagonist in, in like sort of introduced into like the modern age mm-hmm. of like fucking startups right genius kids that can yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah it's the same sort of wounder kid you know young ceo of a internet company right you know it's sort of like that but he's more of a scientist as he's opposed more to of a, a scientist economist yeah. or whatever and so they they build it, and then with the help with Johnny Storm, and it works. And it works. They work. They do it together, except for Ben. Ben except gets called for ben, in after who's gone during he's this not whole a period, which he's, is weird. They don't really weird. explain that. There's a sequence where he swings a baseball bat and hits something, and that's not in the movie. They kept showing that again and oh, again. Oh yeah, in the trailer they did of him like Maybe at the that junkyard. Was part of the trank. 
There's, you can tell there's some likes, major edits. That, yeah. You can tell that, like, between where they come back from the space portal after everything happens to where Reed Richards, you will get to, like, ends up leaving and that whole mm-hmm. one year later, you can tell that they were substituting stuff and cutting out and bringing back in. And it, you can tell where it was sort of pieced together like a World War Z, you know? Like, but at, that worked out fact. better. But that felt pieced together, too. Yeah, true. That, I mean, the Ben Grimm, I ha- I suspect, and I'd love to hear the facts on this, but I suspect that they, we saw some stuff going on with him simultaneously that they were building the teleporter. His character, yeah. yeah. Because he just all of a sudden is gone, and then he's called to come in at night when they're all right. sneaking into the machine. To go into outer space. Right. Yeah, and so he's basically just called randomly, like, hey, you're my buddy. You were here when we started, and yeah. now you're going to be here for the journey. And I have to say, though, there was, you can really see some of the influences, because that whole first act, and then when they're actually in space together, and it's like these mm. young bros on a journey. Yeah. It reminded me of like Goonies sort of mixed with Space Camp, the movie from <laughs> yeah. 1986, and then Goonies from 1985. It was. It's like this weird, interesting sort of bond between the four of them and they're sort of amateur and they're in over their head but mm-hmm. they did it anyway and yeah. you know there's sort of like a feel of like come on we could do this we we can do it with the power of friendship or whatever you know, yeah. you know before everything goes fucking sideways and right. they have to sort of go back again and what happens is so they do it, it the four of them it's michael b jordan it's johnny storm victor von doom ben Grimm, and reed richards so sue storm is not a part of the journey right and she, but she's still in the facility the the lab facility mm-hmm. and so they're over there they're investigating they're walking through sort of undeveloped uh uninhabitable earth energy f- fucking waves and stuff it was really cool and I gotta say, it's really well shot, and it's really yeah. and the effects are really good. I liked it. I liked the suits were believable, like their spacesuits, and just the the world that they land in, Planet Zero. It's like believable, I, and it looks cool. I mean, you have to take a big leap in the for the fact that they've been teleported to another planet. They have sure. no idea what the atmosphere is like, and they're not astronauts. Yeah, so well, like that's it like, is. Um, Kind of like Armageddon when they land on a meteor, exactly, yeah. Sort of, in the, the, but this is a sp- uh, fucking you know superhero right. so, universe. But and it is kind. I mean, so there are things like that that are like, all right, okay. You're but taking it, a leap of faith. You're for taking the whole a thing. leap of faith. I mean, there's a guy who sets thing. himself on fire. And I know, a rock monster. It's <laughs> but, a leap of faith. I mean, there. Co- I feel like there could have been a little bit more in terms of making that believable. But in any setup. case, yeah, yeah, a little more setup. But so they're over there and they're I thought, exploring. And that reminded me of like 2001. And it kind of reminded me of Prometheus. There were some sort yeah, of aliens, yeah, yeah. prometheus sort of moments and shots right. that looked really cool. It was well shot. It was well shot. And the color palette and the tone, the sort of dark tones and those like dark sort of like space greens and mm-hmm. space bluey stuff from like 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And also uh, that whole sequence reminded me of the movie Last Starfighter from 1984, if you remember that movie. Yeah. About the basically a kid who like gets a high score in a video game and that high score sends out a beacon into space and right. an alien comes and says you need to lead. It's basically like a Star Wars knockoff in a sense. Yeah. But that that's another movie that like this and I pulled up pictures of the last Starfighter and his suit, his spacesuit when he's piloting his last Starfighter is looks exactly like Reed yeah. Richards and Johnny Storm's suits from we'll this new it. movie. We'll post it because it's uncanny the resemblance. You, you can it see is really it looks exactly influence. like it. He's clearly 
which saw is cool. the film as yeah. a kid. And, and loved it yeah. and like loved the idea. I remember watching that movie and being like, whoa, what? Yeah. The, the video game got him in his aliens. <laughs> oh, I, I want to do that. Uh. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so they're there and they're invest, they're fucking investigating and searching and looking. And they plant an American flag and the mm-hmm. fucking rock, and then sure enough, well, that starts the problem. Sort of, yeah. It sort yeah, of no, leads that's them to it, the problem. No, it all of a sudden the thing starts to open and the green yeah. energy, like sort of floating under this like uh, sort of tectonic crust of rock underneath yeah. these green pools of energy. And Toby Kibble's character, but first of all, they sort of go down a ridge they climb down a ridge and johnny storm stays on top of the ridge to help them climb down it and then they go to these sort of green energy pools and toby kibble sticks his hand in he's feeling around and that sort of sets off this fucking earthquake type domino effect where there's sort of this like tsunami style green energy sludge and cracking and falling and they're running and they're climbing back up the ridge and then sure enough the rope breaks and there's a hand grab and toby kibble's on the other end of it victor von doom and in all of the rigmarole, the hand slips and he falls into the energy where vats or fucking pools. Yeah, and they can't save him. Save him. It's kind of like when in the Michael Keaton Batman, when you know Joe, uh, Jack, you know Napier falls into the the vat of chemicals. Yeah. These chemicals, like yeah, it's literally like that's the green. True. He falls in and comes out, becomes the antagonist. Yeah, you know? very similar to that in a way, except they're in outer space. And but they make it to mm-hmm. the pod, and when they're in the pod, the cameras kick on in the facility where Sue Storm is, and she gets the alert, alert. Your yeah, friends she are in trouble. To know. Yeah. Your friends are in trouble. Yeah. Save your friends. I know. That was a little bit like. Yeah, it's a little okay. bit. Who cares? There's worse things yeah. in movies. Even in Ant Man, like, I'm comparing this directly to Ant Man because it's like back to back, week to week of like superheroes. Right. And this wins in a lot of categories. To yeah, Ant-Man. I agree. I agree. Far and away, in my it, opinion. But I can see. I can see why, you know, the movie, American movie going public doesn't isn't taking to it because I, don't. I think that you get their heads out of their asses well they don't they like the marvel blueprint they like that blueprint of the avengers That's and it's like so fun and campy i'm kind of over it i know like I've said, we've had this conversation We're over it for but me like american the- <clears throat> movie going people aren't it's just like every movie is a 90 minute advertisement for the next movie and once that, I sort of made that connection in my head. I've sort of all of a sudden the stakes dropped for me with mm-hmm. this sort of series of superhero movies. And I think like, is this going to go on for the rest of my life on Earth? Superhero movies like this, on and on. Yeah, and probably. They've Captain got it America twenty five. Yeah, or just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? And it's going to be some other fucking guy, poor guy, doing twenty movie deal and shit. You know? I don't know. This movie felt know. different, and I have to hand it to him just for that alone. Like, thank you for making a movie that at least was trying to feel different yeah. and look different. Yeah. I, I really do. And the Ben Grimm was badass compared to Michael Chiklis's rubber suit. Yeah. Like, it was all CGI, and normally I don't like that. It was but pretty good, It was though. great. It good. And just the ADR and sound effects, like I said, when he sort of is moving his hands, his arms, mm-hmm. and you hear that sort of rock rubble sound of, yeah. like, turning rock. Like, that alone made it seem so much more real yeah. as that, like, this rock monster, you know? Versus, you know, Chiklis, like, hey, I'm going to clobber you. Uh, I got blue pants on. Right. It had like fucking rock sized like Air Force Ones that he had like Nikes. Oh my god, that was so stupid. Yeah, he's wearing like a fucking bowling shirt. Yeah, it's like come on, man. That's you know what I mean. Like it's better than both of those movies. The grand those two movies made money. The first two Fantastic Fours, but 
those they really they're not good. No, movies. but they're more the blueprint. Total of, blueprint. And they it, and I was reading an article about how at the time they actually did quite well because it was before the it, like resurgence of superhero no, movies. Like yeah, before X Men and before well before Avengers and it was also before Iron Man, the right. first Iron Man, which and really set everything in motion. Yeah, for the modern age, the yeah, only thing that was true. out was Tobey Maguire's first Spider Man. Right. And those movies are kind of And they were kind of campy. Yeah, with yeah. Sam Raimi. And even for that, that era was kind of corny. It was just yep. getting out of the 90s. We ever thought we were so much cooler than the 90s now. I know. You know? Yeah. But so 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 they come back. And the, 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 the pod comes back the tel- from the teleportation. It lands. It crashes. Everything's all fucked up. There's a mm. big boulder. And you can hear Ben Grimm inside like, help me, Reed. Help me. Yeah. And he's crawling towards the boulder. And he looks behind himself. And his legs have stretched the whole length of where he was crawling yeah and you're like fuck the way they introduce it it feels like it prometheus cool. it feels yeah. like alien kind of and it's it, they really do it justice like it's it's more dramatic yeah he had a vision definitely and like you said it's the whole first half of the movie felt like a complete thought yeah a complete Whereas, thought, a full can th- complete thought it, and it did and it felt like a vision and it did feel like the studio cool, came man. in and said we've got to have more action and we've got to do this this and this like and panicky like fuck oh shit like panic Why did changes? we trust you? Why yeah. did we even trust you with this? Fuck! Now we gotta go back. Uh. And yeah. like they show, and then like when after the crash of the pod, because the pod comes back and it doesn't land gracefully, it fucking crashes through mm-hmm. the lab facility, and Johnny Storm's all laid out and fucking unconscious and like completely in- engulfed in flames. Yeah. And like Reed Richard looks over there, like oh fuck! And he looks over there and he sees fucking the big boulder and like Ben and say, "Help me, Reed!" And he's like, "Oh shit!" And his mask, his fucking space mask, is all smashed up and he's all like cut up and. Sue's all fucked up and, sh- and they end up like sort of waking up and they're in a like a military medical like test facility mm-hmm. lab sort of thing and they're all on these uh, medical tables and Reed's all like permanently outstretched yeah. when he wakes up and his arms and legs are like 10 feet out in each direction and fucking Johnny Storm is laid out on a on a medical table too right. just in flames, in flames yeah. and Sue's sort of coming in and out of visibility like right. invisible you know and then there's just like this big rock where Ben Grimm is trapped inside of yeah. or just is is, is the, rock, the rock yeah it's uh, fucking cool, man. It's cool. I, I I mean I was really into it. Yeah, you were a lot more see, into it. I think I need to see it again. Maybe I'll be like, okay, maybe I was just a little well, high. Well, I mean, of it. I think that we went in with such low expectations. I kind of still had hope for it though. I even said I when we were going in there, like, what if it's good? What if it what if it's yeah. good? And you're like, no, no, you stupid. I really didn't and you're think like, it was no, gonna be it's not gonna be any good. good. And I, I don't think it's great. I mean, I Honestly, cool. I would give it, but I would give it. I give it like seventy four. I would give it. I would too. I would. I would too. I would give it a seventy four. Actually, in my like secret like mind, I'd give it like an eighty, just because I thought it was fun. And also, mm, it's like I wouldn't. A fuck I'd you. give it a seventy four. So I'd give it like give an eighty five. I no. like it. I'd give it like an eighty two. I think mm, it's cool, man. I think between the two of us, it's going to end up at a seven point five on our. <sighs> I like DJ it. Meter. I just think it's fucking neat, man. I, I gotta say, and so what happens is. Uh, Reed disappears for he leaves the facility escapes mm-hmm. the stretches and basically Ben's like help me and he's like I'm sorry man I'm leaving the facility I got Morty this far I can't save you and they disappear it's a year later Ben talks to Dr. Alan Tim Blake Nelson's character as the thing agrees to work with them in a mm-hmm. military respect and um this is where I feel like they added in sequences action sequences because there's this whole sort of 
not montage, but sort of like, yeah, kind of montage of Ben Grimm. Uh, they're sort of doing a breakdown of all the missions he's done for yeah. the American military. And it's this giant rock monster, like, ripping apart a tank and bursting through a wall right. and killing terrorists and stuff like that. And, and I think that that was probably one of the sequences they added. I think that's where this is where they went wrong, too, because, first of all, I don't think they needed to have Reed leave. Because no, they're at odds with him, but not really. And like they get over that gets fast. Over fast, yeah. and like I don't think he should have left. I think he should have stayed, and that would have cut out. They could have spent more time on what happens with them now, having to learn how to deal with these, these powers, powers. Yeah. and also camaraderie between the four of them. Was there was one thing that was like a sort of leap, and it was literally I think after we kind of get reintroduced to Reed, what happens is it goes from like Ben Grimm agreeing to help the military, mm-hmm. and they sort of leap forward, and all of a sudden Johnny Storm, Sue Storm, Ben Grimm, they're all just sort of okay and like acclimated to their newfound powers. Yeah, and it is a year later. But I feel like they probably edited out some points where they're learning more of their yeah, powers. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Because they just yeah. jump forward and they have their suits, mm-hmm. first of all. And then they also are like training with their powers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they sort of skipped the whole sort of like daniel son wax on, wax off. Of, they like, needed to do that. They could have done that. That would And I want to I, I wanna find out if they did because I That's think I that would have been interesting. They, if they made a director's cut of this movie, I'd watch it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are some key points that they were like, they scrapped for right. these like, the the demand of action sequences because there's a complete CGI uh, action sequence where Johnny Storm is training with his powers which is stupid and it wasn't it's all CGI and he's flying through the air and it looks sort of second rate yeah. and he sort of just takes out a drone and it's like a practice like 6.2 yeah. seconds. Ah, I can do it in five. You know, that whole yeah. thing. And so you're like, okay. And it doesn't really add to the story no. at all. But, but basically they find Reed and Reed sort of beats up all the military and then mm-hmm. bong, drops down Ben Grimm like why did you leave me we were friends right he's like well, I don't know I was scared man what do you want me to say yeah fuck you yeah that whole they didn't even need to do any of that no. they could have saved a lot of time and given us better stuff some better stuff but but to me I think the difference is you know we're critiquing this as if it's a movie worthy of critiquing whereas it's been talked about as it's not even worth even getting into watching. things like yeah. this because it's not even worth watching because it's so bad and that is couldn't be farther from the truth it it's, is it's not true i would say go watch it and make your and like i would watch a sequel to this movie i i would like to see what they would do with the sequel yeah. but i now i there's not gonna there's happen no way. there's no way and in fact i was curious shame. to see how they were gonna blend these actors into the x-men universe yeah if they were going to do that yeah. it'd be interesting to see because the fields of those two franchises well this is now not a franchise right. but are completely different so i would have like to have seen where this would have gone because how would they make it work the feel and the tone of these of this movie is so different from x-men and way different than yeah Avengers. i don't know how they would have done they it might have not they might have not done it they might have just yeah. done it as, you know they, it would, but it, again it would have been cool to see this as a sequel with silver surfer or galactus yeah. or, or more yeah. von doom because because what they could have done is skip that and victor von doom gets left on the planet right and he he uh isn't sort of you don't really know what happens yeah, to know. him yeah. until they reform a new like group of astronauts to go back to that planet to do more sort of R&D or mm-hmm. whatever and that's when it's revealed that 
he did survive mm-hmm. and they find him and they sort of like carry him back on a stretcher and then it becomes clear that not only is he not like worse for wear he's fucking has like the, all the power of the universe yeah. and it's like he's like you think that this has made me weak he's like this it makes me so this makes me have powers that you can never get your hands on kind of thing he's talking to the military they don't really define what those powers are though he just seems to be able to like stop well, everyone it's like energy it's sort yeah. of like uh, intense waves of kinetic energy because mm-hmm. he can like it's so cool and they get it gets dark because it does they, get dark and yeah. the way they make him look is like it makes him look like the that planet's surface where underneath it's, it's sort of all these cracks and breaks and underneath it's like this glowing pulsating green energy mm-hmm. and then his face is like the molded helmet of, of his face so it sort of looks metal but it yeah. also sort of looks like 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 scorched metal like right. uh, like raw iron ore kind of thing and then underneath is all this like green fucking surging mm-hmm. energy underneath it's fucking badass and yeah, the moment where he's cool. talking to tim blake nelson and tim blake nelson is in like the sort of hazmat suit yeah and he just sort of starts like vibrating his body and like starts cooking his body yeah and to a point where his intense. fucking head explodes yeah, inside cool. the thing and it, <laughs> i was like you got i'm with you man yeah, you love shit like that i will like to do that in a movie in a in a superhero movie they don't really do that shit no. and when they do they cut away and they kind of puss out but they didn't do that with this yeah and it reminded me if you guys have seen akira the japanese uh just like that anime it's basically like the anime movie of all anime movies mm. essentially and they're going to do a live action when they've talked about it for years but there's this whole sequence where he's breaking out of this insane asylum mm-hmm. and there's all the guards stop him stop him and like he's so powerful that he can turn a whole a whole room of fucking guards to just fucking hanging off the walls of like bloody guts and that's right. what Victor Von Doom does when he gets up off the fucking slab and he kills Tim Blake Nelson and he's walking through the fucking the medical facility just like blowing up people's heads yeah, man yeah. like this is fucking badass yeah. this is for my money that's fucking badass yeah. and and, and you can see Ben Grimm sort of walking around the corner and you think that they're going to meet. And when you like I, that, like buildup of like fucking the thing fighting this new fangled Victor mm-hmm. Von Doom, I was on board and I wanted to see that fight. And I got to say, when he came back and he gave that speech about how, you know, this is power that that you will never be able to have. Yeah. And I need to go back to my, that my now my planet. Like, this is my planet, planet zero, uh-huh. not Earth. And like harness more power and he opens up this sort of wormhole with his fucking power or energy or whatever and they have to go to that planet and stop him mm-hmm. and they inevitably do and they sort of all work together and become four yeah and use all four powers to stop him because he is admittedly stronger than any one of them right and it's fucking cool and, and that whole sequence and they didn't show any of that sequence that closing action sequence in the trailers you know none no. of it you don't really get a good beat on how f- the scope of that because i love that sequence. yeah it was one of the coolest for my money it was cooler than the ending uh man of steel sequence where there's that giant yeah fucking thing that, that zod plants to like ex- blow up yep, the earth yep. and he has to stop it looked cooler than that for me it With was the better. whole planet getting sucked up into yeah. the thing. Yeah, it was pretty like cool. cars and trees. It did look cool. I, I mean, they all the reviews said that the effects were really cheesy. I don't agree. I think they were... I don't agree the, either. The one, the one section where I thought it looked cheesy was that whole drone thing with um, yeah. Johnny Storm. But it other than that, like I thought it. it looked really good. After the fact, yeah. It was cool. It was huge. The scope of it felt fucking huge. It did. I was on board and I really was like... 
a lot of times the, the super villains, like they said, we read that article of like they, these superheroes need a better class of super villain because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's the same archetypal stuff. But I got to say, I was impressed by the fucking power that Toby Kibble's Victor Von Doom had when he came back from the plan. I was yeah. like, this man is like all powerful. Yeah. It felt cool. Way cooler than even the original Von Doom. Way cooler yeah. than a lot of these fucking villains. Like, that was a cool villain. And he fucking kills uh, uh, Franklin Storm and just like, he basically like, it's like an instant electrical pulse that yeah. like just fries their body from the inside out and they just drop dead like a singed yeah. husk. It's fucking awesome. I was really, I was like, whoa, like this yeah, guy's you powerful. Like this is cool. I don't get why it's not cool. I think it's I fucking know. cool. Man. I mean, I guess it brings up the question too. It's, it's, I mean, how seriously do we take Rotten Tomatoes? Because I mean, it certainly dictates the success of a movie these days. I think this movie was like, conspiracy man this movie is trying to get people trying to bury this movie i don't know why because i mean when you think of of a movie like pixel getting 22 percent and then this getting nine percent no pixel got lower than that didn't it didn't it get like 10 or 12 percent i think it rose up actually did it really it changes i think it it, changed it fluctuates but i mean let's just say this was lower regardless and i I don't understand that. I mean, there's. I don't understand some of the movies that have gotten higher reviews that are completely even superhero shit. movies. Yeah, I feel like the fucking Ghost Rider two got a better review than this one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, yeah, eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes is Pixels and yeah. five point five out of ten on IMDb. Yes, that's so weird. Which to is me. like twice. I mean, yeah, the amount that. It's <laughs> so strange. Figure what people like. I mean, we did hear a couple people come out of the theater bitching about it not being like a typical marvel movie. one guy was like poser marvel movie and it's like oh well you didn't get the vision yeah you didn't get well, he's it one of those guys who's like oh it doesn't look like avengers so it's not a marvel movie and it's like oh you suck you're just <laughs> yeah. like a movie fan you just want to watch fucking robert downey jr make smarky remarks right. and just big shoot em up crash bang fucking action right like, if that's what you want i mean then there's a place for that clearly it makes billions of dollars yeah but I am open to fucking see New other visions. styles of, yeah. Because yeah. again, how many of these superhero movies are, is Disney going to churn out? Because it's Disney As many now. as they can do to get the money that they Disney get. Disney is a franchise factor. Yeah. It's what they specialize in. They know how to create formulas yep. to keep people coming again and again and again and again. Yes. So for them to do this... I'm glad they did it, and I'm just sorry that it tanked as much as it did. Even if it I feel just sort bad of made for them. Some. I don't think it deserved to tank this no. badly. Even if it didn't, like, fucking, you know, fly over the moon box office, it, even if it just sort of did okay, that would have been enough for me. Yeah. But to, for it to, like, really... 20 million dollar is unfair it is unfair yeah it's a shame and to be honest i was one of its biggest detractors in the beginning yeah, i really yeah. didn't give i know a fuck. yeah i was mad about the casting like everybody else yeah. and then the trailer didn't impress me and then the extended trailer i saw at comic-con was cool and i was like okay i'll see i'll definitely see right. it i'll definitely see it and then listening to them they didn't sound that into it in the panel they so i'm didn't. like i don't know That's true. but i'm like i'll go and see it and then it came out and it, it got the shit reviews and then we're like, I guess we're not going to go and see this. And I still like, I still don't feel like I should go see it. And yeah. you're like, fuck it, dude. Like, no, no, I know. I'm glad that you were insistent upon it because I think it's good that we saw it. And hey, go see it. It's a good film. Go it's, see it. It's worth seeing. 
Go go see go it. Go support, support it, it because I, I it's think it's seeing. worth being supported too. And to just treat yourself to a new experience with a superhero movie. Yeah, superhero try universe. to be open to this because it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting take on it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a perfect film. It's, no. It could be But the acting's better, really good but too. But the acting's good. All of them were good. All I don't, of them. I don't see why they said they weren't very good i don't agree at all i don't agree and i don't think the script was great but it wasn't bad it wasn't great i mean it it has flaws it has flaws but i but i do think that (laughs) it's just solid interesting take on this whole genre yeah it's not like that that original fantastic four movie that was made in the 90s that was like cheesy which was cheesy and like literally jessica alba no no not that one the one from the 90s that was made by like some fucking third party like russian film company oh right like like soviet Uh, film company that was you can only get on dvd yeah yeah and it was one of the really the first superhero movies ever made as a feature and I think they made a, right. a Punisher one too, like way, way mm-hmm. back, you know. But it's not like that. It's not like no. some fucking freak anomaly shit movie. Right. It's just. It, but it will go down in history as that. And I'm glad we saw it in theaters because it is better than that. It deserves which better. Which makes that the too. story that much more interesting. Yeah. That it's actually kind of a good movie. Yeah. You know. And granted, maybe since our expectations were so low, we were that much more impressed. But my expectations weren't that low. I still kind of wanted it to be good. You know, yeah. and maybe that's why I feel the way I do that yeah. it, now that it was good enough for me to like it. But I don't know. I don't just enjoy things out of like because I want to like something has to ma- like no. I have to find no. enjoyment in something to appreciate it. You know, well, and I'm, I'm going to call it uh, I'm going to call it a seven. I'm going to call it a seven. I liked five. It. Because you're saying eight. I'm saying eight just because I really and enjoyed it. And I'm saying it seven, as an so experience. I'm going to call it a seven five between the two of us. I, I fucking, I would yeah. go see it again just cool. while it's in theaters because fuck, it's fucking interesting. It's interesting. What an interesting story. This weird, this fucking thing, the breakdown. It shows you how many things have to be moving in sync yeah. for a movie to just really take over and how easy the Avengers Marvel chain makes it look. Yep. Because this is 20th Century Fox. Like, and to take it right hand to him, they took a risk and it didn't work, but it worked for me. So, yeah. and anyone else, I'd say go see it yeah. and make up your mind for yourself. It's a movie that even if you leave like not as uh, enthusiastic about it as I am, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll be disappointed that you went and saw it. No, I don't think so. You'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Because it's a different vibe. So, I mean, we're going to sort of quickly, we also saw Rogue Nation a week ago, which uh, we did a review on the website. You can go check that out. Uh, what do you say about Rogue Nation? I mean, we're gonna we're not gonna get into the details that we just did for Fantastic Four. I like Four. Ghost Protocol better, and I think Ghost Protocol is the best movie next to the first one for me. And what happened yeah. with that said, I really feel like the time between the third one and Ghost Protocol made Ghost Protocol that much better. Mm-hmm. And the lack of time between Ghost Protocol now and Rogue Nation just sort of felt like that, to me. I I liken it to like. DLC with video games where it's basically just an extension of the ghost protocol almost yeah it's not really its own movie in its own right I mean I don't really not to me really I felt that it was pretty solid I think that he delivers he's solid as he is he's solid he's a solid performer you know and a solid movie maker like putting it out there you know I think I liked the woman in it you know the rest of the cast Simon Pegg's always awesome yeah it was it was cool Jeremy Manor's fine um and Ving Rhames was back, which was nice. Yeah, but it really follows this Mission Impossible formula of like... Yeah, 
It does. Like the Kremlin scene from the Gross Protocol is basically the opera scene from this movie. Like it's well, the and very I have to formula. say one thing about that. There's a scene in it in which they're at an opera and they're gunman going to kill someone. And the that big assassination of a, a Dutch it, whatever, is, whatever, right or whoever it was, Austrian or whatever, or whatever the fuck, German, yeah, German chancellor, whatever. Uh, yeah, Austrian, Austrian. But this scene has been duplicated. It's a Hitchcock scene that goes back over to the man um, who knew too much and then was done in the 70s with foul play, was done in the remake, the Get Smart film mm-hmm. was done in I mean I there are a million films that did this take on being in an opera where there's an assassin attempt, yeah. Att- yeah and so to, when they first when that was happening I was like you're kidding me right they're pulling this out and I mean they do a little bit of a different take on it but it, yeah, a little bit. It's very much. It's a blueprinty movie. I feel movie. like Bond's done it a number of times. Everybody's that yeah. scene has been done so many times. So many times. And I, but I have this theory too because I was watching something else recently, and it just made me realize that everything's a derivative of a Hitchcock film. Yeah. I mean, you can literally any kind of action or thriller, everything goes back to something that Hitchcock did before. Yeah. And but I mean, for the most part. I mean, and we should also mention that the film fucked off halfway through. The projector broke. Yeah, the proje- like this is us watching the film. It stops halfway through. Yep. Completely goes black. And we're just sitting there in the oh, dark. The and I was like the first person to stand up like, this is fucked up. And I went out to like some whatever ticket girl. I'm like, our movie stopped. And she's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, stop, stop. And I'm like, yeah. That's is that what, what she said? Yeah. Like looking at me like, do, you, do I really have to do something right now? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you got to do something. Yeah. Like call the manager. Yeah. Fi- turn the fucking movie back yeah. on. You <laughs> yeah. know? And then, but then some woman came out right behind me all like spooked. And she's like, oh, oh, I swear to God, there's some fucking guy with a gun in his bag. Like, Well, and, yeah, because that's the thing. We are dealing in an era of people like, shooting she at movies. She didn't mean that like I saw a guy. She just meant like I got like this instant, like that's just the first thing her head went to. Yeah. And that's fucking sad. And it's uh, kind of true though. Like when something unexpected happens in a movie theater. You're scared. Well, yeah. And you're not anymore like, oh, what the hell? Throw popcorn at the screen. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. I hope I don't get gunned down. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it was weird. That, that, that's never happened to me in a movie that i can remember a lot in recent years and mm-hmm. it, the whole thing and then the lights came up and then the manager had to come out and they restarted it but then the audio wasn't in sync with the video so mm-hmm. like the dialogue was like a lag there's like a three four second lag yeah and they tried it again and then the manager came like hey guys i know this can be a bummer but <laughs> i know the, the it was file, like a bummer uh, it's not even a real me. it's not even film it's like the file the file is corrupted or the file is you know not working anymore on the projector so I'll give you guys a refund for the movie and we'll give you all free passes. And we're like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck. that doesn't help us. We just sat through half of this. We yeah. Come back. Now we have to go back and watch the whole thing for again. Even with the refund and the passes, like that just means I have to use the passes to go see the rest of a movie. Yeah, that we're I like, said. Fuck yeah, that. Which you don't want to do when who you want to do that. And we were, t- I was like, I feel bad for people who paid for a babysitter and are there like on well, a date night. Well, there was a guy night. in like a full quadriplegic. Oh, yes. In the back that was sitting in the back yes. and yeah. completely laid out and then like his clearly his mother was yeah. like, well, we're going to have to go and like fucking go do this again. It's like, see, like what the fuck? Yeah. And That's we were hip though because cool. we, we found out there was a four like 
450 playing of it so yeah. we like walked up to that theater and like snuck in the back and, and it almost lined floor. up perfectly with where we left off yeah yeah and so we literally just sat on the floor at the back and like just got the rest of the movie because like i don't want to come back here uncomfortable. it was uncomfortable but it's like let's just get this fucking over with well and then remember that one time when the cop walked in oh yeah a cop. that was a little scary yeah it was scary in two fronts first it was like oh sh- are we gonna get busted whatever right. the fuck that means and then but more importantly like what's a cop peeking around a movie theater is there a, a shooting we should know about officer did you get a hot tip of like yeah. a fucking masked man with a heavy bag right. somewhere you know and that's and especially after what happened for the the first showing where the projector goes out you're already like this is yeah. weird then we go up to the other movie and then like a cop opens up and sort of peeks around yeah. like anything you'd like to share before yeah, yeah, you go yeah, yeah. just so we can be abreast of whatever the fuck is going on you know and so yeah it was an interesting experience being able to say we took those passes and went took them and went to go see fantastic four so and thank you for so that. thank you for fucking up because yep. we got to see a movie that we weren't really sold on and ended up being a pretty cool experience so i mean ghost protocol it's solid you mean oh, oh i just slipped there ghost you protocol slipped. i did like it better too i have to admit you like it more than me no, no, no. I liked Ghost Protocol better than Rogue Nation. Oh, oh, oh But I also liked Rogue Nation better than you. And I did, I yeah. mean, it, I, it I Ghost fine. Protocol is cool. definitely a more exciting, better movie. And just the, the more original, the anticipation, all of that. You're yeah. right. Um, Rogue Nation's pretty solid. You're not going to be, you're going to be entertained. Yeah. It, it delivers. It's a big summer movie. Yeah. You know, it delivers on its promise in whether Absolutely. or not you enjoy it to the extent that they kind of want you to like the whole that whole plane sequence him hanging off was kind of Happens underwhelming right in the beginning yeah right in the beginning it lasts maybe five minutes yeah. or not even and then that's it and you're kind of like yeah. oh well the hype oh, of that, that was, was okay. a lot more interesting than the actual scene yeah i mean there wasn't that mo- you know like when he's on the burj what's it called the burj khalifa the burj burj khalifa yeah in, in dubai uh, in dubai that whole scene in ghost protocol is crazy cool it's i mean like that's an one of it's iconic but he del- he is mr iconic film scene yeah, I he mean, hasn't f- had one quite like from the 90s or 80s no like the first mission impossible that scene where he's dropped down and he's got the his hanging, arms up yeah. that's been that was in shrek that was in i mean that's been in a million like scary movies movie yeah. and fucking every tv cartoon simpsons family guy yeah. I feel like it felt on their little take on that yeah sure it, it becomes pop culture he's good at becoming he, he in the fabric of uh becoming a part of the fabric and of pop culture the franchise is safe they'll do another one i'm sure it will be good he puts he, he good works enough. hard he's really solid he's at making a film yeah he's 53. not 53 or whatever yeah it's fucking intense so yeah in that respect sure yeah but it's you know it's jeremy renner it's simon Pegg, it's right. ving rames and then alec baldwin who it oh yeah alec does his alec baldwin thing and it's it's cool it's fucking whatever you yeah know? it's fine it's good good fine, uh you can check out good. our rating and review on our website but uh i think that's it for us yeah this so week. if you were curious about seeing fantastic four go and see it yeah go see it if you were curious i feel like you won't you won't be I, if you're like me you won't you won't be disappointed even if you don't think it's the fucking coolest movie ever it's not the coolest movie ever but you won't be disappointed if you had any interest in seeing it i can yeah. say that much at least from where i sit yeah i would go see it cool well uh thanks audience thanks old smelly audience <laughs> we'll see you next time see you next time jerks see you.